Hi, throw me. My name's Tom Atkins. You are listening to Horror Homeschool. Welcome back to Horror Homeschool. I'm Chris. And I'm Ashley. How are you, Ashley? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Um, I've been enjoying my annual leave from work. And you had a good birthday. Fully... Oh, yeah, I had a great birthday. I've just been fully indulging myself and enjoying spooky season. Lots of horror movies and pizza. Ugh, the uh, best. Yeah. And then I saw Salem the other day playing Manchester. So that was sick. So I am just riding a high. At the moment um, <laughs> and I'm continuing the high right now um, I'm so excited for this episode uh, not only because we're talking about Scream but we're also uh, joined by our very first special guest on the show. Um, her name is Sadie and she's from the Instagram clothing brand Welcome to Horrorland and I've got one thing to say. Hello Sadie it's an honour. Hi <laughs> <laughs> guys. How you doing? I've been practicing that. Could you tell? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just wondered if you were going to say it. Yeah, just that too. Not very good, <laughs> but there we go. But um, yeah, so for people who aren't familiar with your clothing line, just give the listeners a quick rundown of what it's all about. Um, yeah, we're just a UK-based um, clothing brand and we do, um, we've started to do like more items. It's all horror-based um yeah that's that's it really um we're online um on instagram yeah that's yeah. kind of it and it's it started out as a horror blog right welcome to horrorland yeah about um seven years ago i was um bored um just before I, the summer before i started um my new job after i'd finished uni and um yeah it just started as a blog and then um I started interviewing brands and companies. Um, shout out to um, Alley Cat Graphics. They um, they're one of the ones that inspired me to kind of start making stuff. And um, yeah, we did a pin years ago of Greta from the Gremlins, and then we did cushions. And then I kind of left it for like a couple of years, and then we released our first T-shirt at the end of 2019. And then again, I kind of left it for a little while, and then. Um, kind of when covid hit because i was furloughed um i was just like you know just had loads of spare time and i was just like let's just go yeah what was your first t-shirt that you brought out was it the goosebumps one or the blockbuster one one yeah the blockbuster one yeah blockbuster yeah i thought that 
I think that was the time that I sort of discovered you when you put up that yeah. blockbuster shirt. It's like um black shirt with like the green blockbuster logo and it's like bleeding, like really cool design. But yeah, I yeah, remember like one, yeah. following you and thinking, that that's cool, that t-shirt's cool. And then oh, thank you. and then you brought out was the Scream one not long after that? Yeah, we did a Stephen King one. Um but we had issues with the printers, so we had to pull that and refund. <laughs> Story of my life, Chris, you know this. <laughs> oh, yeah, terrible. <laughs> and then we did, rele- we did release it. We found a printers, and then it was, yeah, then, then it went on to Scream. Yeah, yeah, Scream. That was the first one I got off you. Um, and I had that, like, hanging up in my closet for ages, waiting for the moment when I met Skeet and Matthew at that con. I was like, right, I need to save this shirt, like, first wear for, like, a good... <laughs> like that and yeah wow. that's that awesome shirt. thank you I saw the photos <laughs> thank you so cool oh, to no see. oh yeah and i got the stab hat as well like oh, yeah, i've had so many so many compliments on that stab hat like yeah, that's what i love about hat. welcome to horrorland i love the fact that you fully like jump on that the whole meta scream thing and do stab merch and like the latest thing you were talking about um is the top story jacket that kenny wears in this film like I, oh, for yeah. so long for so long i've thought wouldn't that be like a cool bit of like you know like proper niche merch like the 100 cotton stuff you know like and yeah. i love the fact you just go for it and just do it all it's great yeah yeah just i just think of stuff that i'd want in my like um like screen collection so i was just like okay i think i mm-hmm. might, might want to do that and then yeah if people like it that's that's good as well yeah, sick. I got the uh, 100% cotton audience package, which was such a cool little thing to do, like with the tote bag and like the ticket and all that. It was so cool. <laughs> Love it. Um, but yeah, it, it wouldn't be horror homeschool without me setting a bit of homework. So I sent Sadie some questions to answer. And they're the exact same ones as Ashley and I answered in our very first episode on the getting to know you section. Starting with the first question. What was your introduction into all things spooky and horror? Now, I noticed that the name of your clothing brand is taken from the Goosebumps book title, which were one of my key entry points into horror as a child. Was this Mm -hmm. the case for you also? Um, Kind of. um, When I was younger, we, me and my mum, we lived at my nan and granddad's and um, my uncle was big into horror and... um, we used to have like, because you know, Jaws is always on the television. Yeah, like, they in the always... UK, Jaws is always on. Really? Always. Yeah, mm. all, always. For some reason, um, it's either Jaws or James Bond films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, so just um, one time, yeah, I was, I must have been about three or four, and it was on the TV, and um, it freaked the living daylights out of me. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it just that just stuck with me. And then there was Alien um, was on TV. And then um, my uncle used to get me up before school. My mum was never happy about this. And um, he'd do me egg on toast. And then he'd switch on like all different like horror movies. Like, <laughs> well, I don't even know the names of them now. I don't even know what they were. And then that kind of stuck. And then my stepdad used to have all the like old school 80s VHSs and I used to watch those and then it then goosebumps and yeah and then it just just grew from there really 
That's sick. I love stories like that, like start them young. <laughs> but it's it's yeah. so true though. Like those, you know, like Ali- Aliens was the first one that I saw because it was just on the telly. Like for yeah, some reason, yeah. like um, around that time in Britain, they just uh, they'd play those films for some reason. But uh, so what was the first horror film you ever saw? Was it Jaws? I believe so. Yeah, I believe yeah. it was Jaws. Yeah. And that's the one that's always stuck with me. Yeah. Yeah. And what about your favourite horror movie? It's a difficult one because it is it's kind of it's between Jaws and Scream. Yeah. It's one of those two. And a shout out to Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. I, I used to have that on VHS. Yeah. Great the, movie, uh, I love it. It had a really nice blue case as well. Do you remember that? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I wish I still had it. Unfortunately, I got I had a massive VHS collection. Um, Same. And unfortunately, I got rid of them all stupidly when yeah. you know when uh, DVDs came out. I was like, well, I don't need these anymore. And it's like, well, no, they're so they're so cool. I should have kept them, but they took up so much space. Oh, like, exactly. So That's why I got rid of them. Yeah, I had a Scream VHS and everything. In fact, I think I had like all three of them on VHS. Chris, I have to say, right, I got rid of loads of it. Mum said to me, don't do it, you're going to regret it. Yeah, because I was like in mm. my teen years, I, was like, I don't care about this anymore kind of thing. And then um, I, I kept the Scream one, though. I kept oh, it. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about, what's your favourite horror subgenre? Um... It's it's probably going to be slasher. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, same for us. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, can't beat it. Um, favorite horror director? Mm, that's a that's a tricky one. Um, we went for Wes Crit. Well, I did. What did you go for, Ashley? I forgot now. I think I went for John Carpenter. Oh, you yeah. did, didn't you? But if you watch, not to spoil it, but if you watch the movies that made us. You kind of find out that John Carpenter really didn't even want to do horror films. Yeah, I've heard that. Like, I was shocked. Yeah, yeah. JB is always because he JB hates Halloween, and we've come to blows a few times about it. And he always just <laughs> says to me, but he didn't even care about the film. He wasn't even asked about making it. Like he and I've got no comeback from that. But I mean, uh, he, you know, it, he did enjoy making the film. According, I mean, obviously to the show I watched but I mean it wasn't his first like thing that he wanted to do like he wanted to make I think he wanted to make like action-packed movies yeah but... well if you look if you look at his other films like you know They Live isn't exactly a horror film and you know Assault on Precinct 13 as well like that's not mm-hmm. a horror um so so yeah maybe maybe that wasn't his first love but he sort of fell into it accidentally maybe <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that about John, but I know Wes. Wes was exactly the same. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. I apparently he. I read one of his books, and apparently he didn't start watching TV or something until he was like in his twenties or something, because he grew up in a religious <laughs> family. So oh, really? That's yeah, that something Ashley can relate to. <laughs> 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 yeah, Ashley couldn't watch anything remotely. Um, well. Not even controversial, like no. you couldn't even watch some Disney movies, right? Freaking Pocahontas, yeah. <laughs> couldn't watch what that. Re- like, what was the reason um, for that? Because they rolled around on the ground together. 
Um, definitely wasn't. We weren't allowed to watch anything scary. We recently watched Halloween Town, and Kevin and I both were like, "Oh yeah, this." Like he had never seen it, and it's been years since I've seen it. And I was like, "Oh, I see why I wasn't allowed to watch this," because it's all witchcraft stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. See, I forget stuff like that, like the, the witchcraft and the occult, like is 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 very, is very much a no-no for like religious um, people, you know. Which I don't understand it because basically what we do is witchcraft. If you really sit back and think about it, yeah, just a different version. But we we won't get into that right now. I'm not going to start some controversy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but my cousins, a few of my cousins are um, um, very religious Christians as well. Yeah. Oh really? Do do they like horror? Um, they 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 used to. Um, but now, now, now they're like they steer clear of it because it's like they kind of found Christianity later in life. So yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is cool each their own. Yeah, I mean, I've always been like proper swayed away from it because I come from a religious family too. Uh, like I only recently watched The Exorcist for the very first time, like last year or something, because my whole life I've had like the fe- the absolute fear of God strikes into me about watching that movie. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been like this, like, uh, you know, thing that I just should not watch because apparently it's evil and that, which obviously it is, but that's kind of the fun. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, uh, I was a bit of a late bloomer myself because I've been uh, raised to sort of not not go near stuff like that. But, yeah, um, me too. So, uh, what's next? Watch, who's your favourite Scream Queen? Um. It's got to be um, um, Sydney, Sydney. Yeah. Prescott, hundred percent. Yeah. How do you it's... pronounce her name, by the way? Neve Campbell or Nev Campbell? I don't, I don't know. Katie knows this. She always, whenever I say it, she's like, "No, it's this." So it's yeah, one or the other. I don't know. Because I've always pronounced it Neve, but then at the con, Skeet and Matthew were saying Nev. And Ashley uh, just said Nev when we were talking about it before, so maybe it's an it's like a, an American thing, like how you pronounce it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you guys do pronounce some other words differently than we do too, you know. Oh hell yeah. We're say, definitely say, not the uh, smartest. <laughs> say aluminium. Aluminum? <laughs> Is that I what never, you're saying? I never get all that. Yeah. <laughs> aluminium. I can't Aluminium. even pronounce it that way. <laughs> I can barely say it myself. It's a hard word to say. <laughs> but yeah, um Sydney Prescott, yeah, great, uh great final girl. And yeah, Neve Campbell's a great screen queen. Uh, I think yeah. mine was mine was Sarah Michelle Geller, like because mm. I just have so much love for her in everything. Oh. She's, even the oh. grudge and all that, like she's so good. She's the best. Yeah, I was obsessed with her. I had a major crush on her for years. Oh, yeah. Join the oh, club. She's, like. <laughs> she's so great. Even now, like I follow her on Instagram and every time she posts, I'm just like in awe of her beauty. <laughs> oh, yeah. She looks great still. And uh, when I was growing up, I used to have like massive Buffy posters completely plastering the walls of my room. Like, yeah, I'm so yeah. jealous of that. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so sick. I had like a, I- a giant close up of her face, like where she just looked so beautiful. And then I had another one where she was wearing like a a purple top. I don't know if you know the one I'm talking about, but I know. Uh, I know the one. Yeah. It's like, she's, like purple top. Yeah, yeah. She just looks so fit. 
But yep. yeah, she she's she's awesome. I didn't even start watching Buffy until I was twenty six. Wow, late one of late my to the game there too. So late. And I like just fell in love and got obsessed and now I have a Buffy tattoo and wow. I would I would have so much other Buffy stuff, but you know. It's such a sick tattoo as well. Just describe it for Sadie. Um, it's Buffy as like a, uh, like kind of like Mary from like Catholicism, and it she has a stake and it says, um, oh goodness, what does it say? <laughs> I'm gonna look at it. <laughs> I have to look at it. Uh, oh, it says the hardest thing in the world is to live in it, and um, it's really cool. It looks like crap, but that is a great quote. Love it. Yeah, I know it's oh, the best man. quote. That episode just makes me fucking ball every time. Like, no matter how many times I've seen it, like, it's just so emotional. I sometimes have to skip it if I'm rewatching just because it gets too too heavy for me. Oh, yeah, it's it's a hell of an episode, that. Yeah, I don't watch it, no. <laughs> <laughs> but Buffy, for me, like, I, that was a proper British tea time viewing thing. Like, I think it was in between, like, Fresh Prince and something else. Uh, but yeah, you'd, you'd sit down after school, you'd put the little yeah. telly on, and, yeah. and Buffy would be on, and you'd just have a whale of a time eating your, uh, your beans on toast. Man, I'm so jealous of all that. <laughs> <laughs> so nostalgic. We're going to um, have to do a Buffy episode for sure. Oh, well, I want to do the the film, because I love the film. Oh, yeah, no, we can totally do the film. I haven't seen that film in years. I don't even remember it very well. It's so good. It. I've not watched it in a long time either, but I just remember loving it. I bought it recently for like five bucks. <laughs> mm. Cool. So, um, what's up next on the questions? Let's see. Oh, favorite slasher villain. Do you know what? I'm I'm just so <laughs> I'm going for really obvious answers. It's got to be Ghostface. And yeah. Shout out to my brothers. He's a beast. Yes. Yes. Those are He's my just... two favorites, definitely terrifying he still terrifies me yes have you seen halloween kills yet yes yeah what did you yeah. think about it um I, I, we remember um I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the 2018 one um no neither I, were we really I, I kind of um katie and my friend paul oh my god i just went on and on and on about what i didn't like about it um <laughs> and um then I watched it again. I gave it a second chance, and mm-hmm. I had to forget everything before. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay. Um, yeah. Halloween, I preferred more. There were some things in it I weren't too keen on, but I preferred it more personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think that seems yeah. to be the general consensus. I know there's a lot of people that love the 2018 one, but I don't know. Like it's it's too slow that first one. Like at least kills. Like it's got a good pace and it's got some great kills yeah. in. You know. Yeah. And it's a difficult one because it's the one in the middle, isn't it? So it's got a, yeah. it's kind of, uh, yes, it's kind of in limbo. So I think, yeah. I think it's right. Yeah, it's got to bridge yeah. that gap and keep yeah. Laurie alive, ready for the finale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what's your favourite classic Universal horror monster? Um, I don't know, probably um, Frankenstein, if I'm honest. Nice, yeah. Boris Karloff is just incredible in that Mm -hmm. role. Yeah, he plays it so well. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too over, over familiar with him, but um, 
Yeah, I'm not huge looks, on it. looks the coolest. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. just watched uh, Young Frankenstein the other day. Man, that movie is just gold. I don't think I've seen that. What? Is that the one with Gene Wilder in? Yes. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. Oh, that's right. You don't like, like funny horror stuff, though. Mm, not really, but if it's got Gene Wilder in, I'll watch it. Oh, it's fantastic. It's brilliant. I'll check but... it out. I'll put it, I'll put it on the list. Yeah, same, same. Um, what's next? Let's see. Favorite horror movie score. Um, okay. I I don't actually have a favorite. I have bits of favorites from all different ones because it's mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I like um obviously the Scream one. Um, mm-hmm. and is it Dewey's song or something in Scream oh, Two. Oh yes, yes, I love that so much. Oh God. They got. They better play that in the new film. They've got to. Yeah, I just. Oh, it's fantastic. And um, Suspiria as well. Wow. Which one? Sorry. Suspiria. Oh, Suspiria. Goblin. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm quite new to that film, and Jesus, when I sorry when I saw that, um, that intro as well. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. Ashley watched that for the first time recently too, didn't you? Mm-hmm, it was beautiful. Yeah, oh just my God. A piece of art, that film, just incredible. Yeah. And that score just really just seals the deal. Yeah, and it's, it's just like sensory, just like it, I don't know, it just is so good. <laughs> sensory overload, yeah, like the colours, yeah. like everything. But it would be a totally different movie without that score, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's aesthetically yes. pleasing too. Totally. That's a really good shout, that, actually. Like, Goblin scores sick. Um, what about um, favourite horror movie original soundtrack? So, like, the compilation of the songs? Um, got to be... Um, I've got a couple. Mm-hmm. Scream, obviously. Yes. Um, From Dust Till Dawn. Love it. Oh, that's a good um, one, yeah. There's a, it's, it's kind of a mixture from a lot of, like, 90s horror movies, but my favourite that like I don't skip any songs. It's got to be the Lost Boys. Oh Lost yes, Boys. yes, so sick that soundtrack. Um, and um, um, Red Elm Street Four as well. That's got. Some oh yeah, tricks. the Dream Warriors. Yeah. 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 Is, is it Dream Warriors that one, or is that the third one? That's the third one. So number is four is. Yeah, What's Dream called? Warriors is third, I think. Yeah. And then the fourth one is uh, dream. Some, dream something else. I want to say Dream Child, but I don't think it is. I don't know. I just call them by their <laughs> one, two, three, four. <laughs> People are going to be screaming at their devices now, especially Ryan Horn because he, he loves those movies. Um, oh, no, it's, it, my, my mind's gone blank. But I actually really like the fourth film. I think that's great. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that Lost Boys soundtrack is just so good. And I'm so stoked that I've seen a couple of those tracks played live at Horicon. Like, yes, so, amazing. I saw G. Tom Mack play Cry Little Sister in Liverpool once. And then one of the greatest moments of my life was seeing um, the sax guy. What is, what's his yeah. name? Tim Capello, yep. Tim Capello doing that at Horicon um, a couple of years back. And oh, that dude, was just so good. I was watching that as well. What, were you there in Manchester? Yeah, that was a couple of years back now, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. That was the yeah. first time he performed there because he did it this year too. 
Um, but I actually missed it because I was doing other things. But that performance was just one of the best moments of my life. Like the fire and everything. Like the oh, it was just like being in the movie, wasn't it? It was so sick. Yeah. They they done a great job with that. Yeah, really good. He should come back every year and do that that song. <laughs> totally. <laughs> what about your favourite kill? Oh, there's too many to mention, but I'm just going to go yeah. with um, probably something from Jaws or Deep Blue Sea, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like the shark kills? Yeah, I love them. Yeah. yeah. That Samuel Jackson one, Deep Blue Sea, was pretty cool. Yeah, that was shocking. Yeah. <laughs> now it looks, <laughs> looks complete, complete cheese, but um, back in the day, yeah. that was like, my gosh. Yeah. Well, speaking of complete cheese, my favourite kill of all time is the frozen head smash in Jason X. Like, oh, okay. Just, you just can't beat that. It's just iconic. I've actually just got um, the Ghoul Cemetery jumper with that kill on the front. It's so nice. Uh, it's such, such a great design. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it's like far out designs that do them for him. Yes, yes. They're going to so far nice. out a couple of um, is, is working on um, our, one of our Mandy designs. Oh, yeah. nice. That's officially licensed too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're Did you say it Mandy? Lately. Yeah, Mandy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Mandy. <laughs> I love. Yeah, Mandy you, so much. you got um, you got Jack Frost officially licensed stuff as well. I've never seen Jack Frost. No, I need to watch it so I can buy that fucking jumper. It's 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 <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculously fun. It's um, it's one of those. It's um, yeah. I used to hit the video store with my friends and the lenticular cover, and we used to oh, always. Oh, nice. Watch it. It's just yeah. It's just one of it's one of those. It just brings back lots of memories. So I yeah. kind of had to try and get it. Yeah, and it's been it's been a pleasure to work with um Michael Cooney on it and collaborate and he's a lovely guy yeah it looks really nice that design love the colors in it yeah yeah, that, oh, there, yeah that's by um psycho street bum he's a he's nice. another awesome artist yeah i love um that ghoul cemetery one the, the scream one i think it's far out again um, yes with their uh, casey on the front yes mm-hmm. so nice <laughs> i got the uh the witch one that you did as well from ghoul cemetery just awesome shit yeah it's another, another, another great one. Yeah. How many shirts it's a just, week do you buy, Chris? Oh, honestly, it's an obsession. It's getting a bit out of hand now. Like, <laughs> I want to admit, for the record, I have a problem and I'm aware of it. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, I just bought that. Uh, did you see, you know, Rival Hearts? Um, oh, they just yes, brought yes. out uh, some Halloween stuff. But yeah, I uh, I had to do that as well. So Yeah. Badgie's <laughs> great. Lovely yeah. guy. Really nice, uh, nice Halloween long sleeve, and I got the short one as well, limited to twenty. So I was stoked on that. Um, but yeah, I I have a real problem with buying bootleg horror merch on Instagram. It's not funny. God, Chris, you know what? I've I've I'm I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. It's all I see in my like in my house. It's everywhere and my drawers. Oh, God. Yeah, I guess if you live it, then you you will sort of get tired of it because it's your yeah. life. I hate. I, when I make the when we do the designs, I'm like, oh yeah, I like this, blah blah blah. Then when they come, I'm like, oh. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick yeah. of it. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> You're just sick of looking at them red cotton shirts everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just stacks of stuff, and then it, stack. I've got stacks of all the stock, and then I've got all my drawers full of my stuff and other people's stuff, and it's like, oh my god. Yeah. yeah. 
I know Ashley's trying to balance her sort of merch selling with personal life as well. Yeah. Oh, you said you said merch. I'm trying to at least. Um, yeah, just for the pod right now. Oh yes, the t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like them. I I'm, I um, shared shared that out when you done done those. They're awesome. Thank you. We got. Yeah, I have a um, friend who who does the vinyl part of it, and then I do the tie dye because I don't have space or the money to buy that yet. <laughs> yeah, we got Terror Society to do the logo design. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's lovely as well. Great, great guy. Yeah. Great guy. And uh, I actually sent Sadie, you know, the logo that you sort of were working on. That oh, said, the, the one I was exactly playing around with. Like Welcome to Horrorlands. Logo. I didn't mean to. I wasn't and trying to rip anybody. <laughs> She said it's fine. She said we can use it. I personally don't. I I don't. I don't really see it. I I, I don't mind. I'm completely laid back and chilled. I don't care. You do what you want to do. You know. Yeah. I'm just playing it, around. Just um. I'm just learning how to do like stuff on my iPad and stuff like that. I don't. I don't know. That it was yet. funny though how how similar it looked. Like I was like, dude, that looks exactly like Welcome to Horrorland. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's but the thing is it's so like because like there's so many um yeah, like it's hard it's hard, isn't it, to kind of get something different without looking similar because yeah. the, you know what I mean in horror. It's it's really yeah, it's different. Yeah, because yeah, I because when we got our logo done by Terror Society, um I was I was waiting, like Ash Ashley knows, like it was it was it was a long time before we could actually release the pod because we were waiting for the logo because we went somewhere else and it, it wasn't quite what we wanted. So it, it was we were waiting for a while to sort of release the, the image and release the pod because we recorded it like weeks before we released the whole thing. And uh, just before we were about to, Ghoul Cemetery came out with a new design and it had the inverted cross. And I was like, oh, shit, it's so similar. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I hope he doesn't think we're copying it. But uh, yeah, you just can't avoid it sometimes. Mm-mm. There's only so many ways you can do a spooky logo. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is difficult. I I don't mind, but there is some people that do get very arsy about things. <clears throat> not not that anyone's said anything to me or me or Katie, but a lot of people, and it's like, well, it's 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 hard. Yeah, you know, and you also live. You also are working or you know trying to sell some stuff in an industry where essentially. N- you know, eighty percent of the time, well, it's it's bootlegging, so you're ripping off someone else anyway. <laughs> Do you know exactly. what I mean? <laughs> exactly. And uh, there's going to be slime. There's going to be crosses. There's going to be blood splatter. You know, some people get funny about it. It's like just chill yeah. out, chill yeah. out. Anyway, back to this. Um, what is the scariest film you've ever seen? um it's probably gonna have again i'm this is mine's so boring it's gonna be jaws again because it wow should, really and i had issues getting in the bath and going swimming for years so yeah <laughs> oh wow that's great yeah. so you're a bit of a uh you have a phobia of the water now oh yeah i still can't swim no really you, you wouldn't go yeah. in like an open like the like a lake or a sea oh hell no no <laughs> just hell hear no. that music that's funny um so sticking with like the scariest film thing so i came across this list on facebook the other day 
and I don't know what the source of it is or like where it's from or who voted on this, but apparently this is the top 25 scariest films of all time. And it's a very interesting list. So I thought I'd share it with you both and have a quick discussion. So I'll count down from 25, working my way up to the number one scariest film of all time. So 25, it's appropriate, is The Meg. Uh, I've, no, I've never seen that film, but that's like that's. Oh, I've never seen that film either. I, it took me a second Megalodon to even remember film. what it was. Wow, that's strange. That's, but anyway, that's the right. monster one, right? Yeah, it's the Megalodon spoof kind of B-movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Jason, I think Jason Statham's in it. I've never seen yes. it. Yeah. It's an okay movie. It's not, it's okay. Not scary. No. Uh, number 24 is Resident Evil Afterlife. Never I've seen not, it. Not seen it, um, but it looks crap. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 23 is Resident Evil The Final Chapter. Like, no, never seen again. any. Okay, whatever, never seen it. I've seen like two and I can't remember them. Yeah. I don't know what ones. Um, right, number 22, this is ridiculous. Dark Shadows. What? what? The, with that Johnny Tim Depp? Burton film, yeah. No, that movie's not scary at all. That's like a PG-13 right. film Who as well, right? Who is this right? person? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, like, loads of people have, like, voted on this. I don't know what people, like, maybe they're teenagers, I don't know. <laughs> I actually like that film, though, for the record, Dark Shadows. I think it's good. Um... 21, Hannibal. Never seen it. I think it's, is it like the prequel to Sansa Lambs? Yeah, it's the one after. It, um, I don't like that movie. It gives me the heebie-jeebies, but it's not really scary. But it, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. Is, is, that, is that the one where like he eats a dude's brain while he's still alive? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that at the cinema and that did actually scare me. That kind of just grossed me out because I don't really like gore and stuff. So yeah, that the... scene, that scene in particular, I was just like, oh my yeah, gosh, I'm feeling nauseous. <laughs> it's really cool. gross. Um, at number 20, World War Z. Oh, gosh. Which is oh, that Lord. zombie, Hollywood zombie film, right? With, uh, who's in that? Is it, is it Brad Pitt? Uh, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Yeah. Um, my ex used to call it Brad Pitt's Lucky Day. <laughs> <laughs> just because, like, every scene, he was like... <laughs> Almost eaten, and then he wasn't. And yeah, it was just stupid. Very convenient plot lines in that film, mm-hmm. um, but again, not not scary. Just a very standard Hollywood zombie film. Um, number nineteen, A Quiet Place Part Two. Mm. I've, not, I've not seen the second one. It's not, I've not seen the second one. It's not scary. Like, I mean, if it was happening, it would be kind of scary. But I didn't think it was that scary. Mm. I thought it was good, but I didn't think it was that scary. Is it? As good as the first one, or? Uh, I think it is, and people probably will yell at me for that, but some people didn't think it was quite as good, but I liked it. I'm going to check that out. yelling at um, the screen a lot of the times in my head, but it was okay. I went to go see the first one in the cinema, and it was one of the worst experiences of my life, because um, you know how I feel about the cinema and, and going and people being noisy and stuff like that. Oh. But we didn't we didn't really know what this film was before we went to go see it. And obviously 90% of the film is complete silence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you could hear every single person in that movie theater crunching on their popcorn and like rustling their packs of sweets and like uh, breathing. Like I was just like, I can't, 
handle this. <laughs> um, it was terrible. You want to know a funny thing about the movie theaters in Texas? We have um, large pickles that they sell. Oh, and you got to crunch them bad boys. And like Kevin hates it. He's like, I don't understand why they would sell pickles at movie theaters. And I never knew that that wasn't just an everywhere thing. Like I thought that was everywhere. I didn't know oh, it was no. just a Texan thing. Well, we don't have pickles in the UK in theaters at all. No, that, crazy. That's bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> they have just like a giant jar of them there at the mm-hmm. desk. Yep. That's so weird. That's so southern as well, though, isn't it? I guess it is. I never even like <laughs> thought about it. <laughs> um, at number eighteen is Annabelle. Mm-mm. Um, I don't know that at all, but anyway, <laughs> pretty shit film. Yeah, uh, it wasn't not scary. scary. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I watched that and I was just like, I don't understand what the fuss is about because obviously the whole conjuring thing and. And this movie, I was like, it's so fucking, it's such a B movie. Like, it's so bad. Yeah, like, yeah I didn't understand. I wasn't, I wasn't a fan at all. I was quite bored. Yeah, it's not a good film at all. No, it's not. Um, number seventeen, Alien Covenant, which I think is one of those newer Alien films. I don't oh, think I've seen it. I've seen it. Um, I, um, I was excited for it. Um, it's okay. It's not amazing. No, not scary. No. Number 16, I Am Legend. No. Nope. Is that Will Smith zombie thing in it? I don't no, think I've seen it. That's not scary. It's no. okay. Number 15 is Annabelle Creation. Nope, not scary. No, I not actually scary. like that one. Do you know what? I like that one more. Than, yeah. It was I like that than... one more. It's not scary. It's it's one of my favourite in the Conjuring series. That I quite like that film. I like the setting. I think it is creepy, but not the 15th scariest film of all time. No. Uh, number 14 is Split. That James McAvoy. Uh, That's a good one. Shyamalan film. Yeah. I didn't think film. it was scary, but it's a good one. Very yeah. good film. Um, number 13 is Halloween 2018. Get out of here. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, number 12 is The Nun. I didn't see that one, but my sister said it was stupid. It's such a terrible film. Uh, not scary either. Um, slightly, I want to say it's better than Annabelle. I mean, I, th- I think I was more entertained by it more than I was Annabelle. Um, mainly because it's so crap. Um, and number 11 is It Chapter 2. Oh, man. I watched 10 minutes of that movie and turned it off. I couldn't stand it. Yeah, it was it was sad because I love the first one so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was such a letdown. It just felt like it was rehashing everything that the first one did. And yeah. yeah, it did not work at all. There were some good parts in it, but I wouldn't like watch it again in a hurry. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was that scary either. Um, yeah, but... I didn't mind it. The end had I was crying my eyes out at the end, but um, yeah, I cry at a lot of stuff. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number 10 get out that one is actually kind of scary it is actually when you think about it it's, when you think about it yeah like it's, yeah it's... the the premise of it is more terrifying than the actual film i think yeah, yeah. the yeah, idea it's, it's, of it yeah it's very disturbing that's a good one though at uh, number nine is a quiet place not that scary i don't think no. it deserves a place at number nine <laughs> i mean did, if did, aliens no. like that came it would be scary but 
Uh, yeah, I didn't find it scary. The thing with that movie for me is um, it's because it's like family, isn't it? And there's children and a baby involved in it. It's mm. kind of, I'm like, oh, God, you know? That, yeah. Like, if I was in that situation in my family, what the hell would I do? Yeah, you're on a different like level of like peril there. So you sort of, it gets you, doesn't it? Yeah, the anxiety level just sucks. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's why I haven't seen the second one, because I don't want to cry like a bitch. It's worse. <laughs> yeah, the anxiety level oh, is, is it? worse. Yeah, that scene where she's like giving birth in the bathtub is just like, oh my god, uh, <laughs> fuck. Um, at number eight is The Conjuring Two. The Conjuring Two. Um, that's that's the, the least scary of the Conjurings, I think. That's the the one that's set in Britain, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was pretty scary, actually. Like, I quite like it. I like the movie, but I don't think it's that scary. My friend thinks it's the scariest, and every time I tell him, like. Like, Baldo, we're going to watch Conjuring 2. And he's like, no, we're not. Because <laughs> <So. laughs> I get scared with, like, possession. Like, and obviously that's, a, like, based on a true story, that one where the little girl was, like, doing the, the demon voice and stuff. And that's always mm-hmm. freaked me out. Like, hearing the recordings, the real-life recordings from that has always kind of scared me. Um, and also that old dude in that house is really scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, at number seven is Us. I've not that seen that. Gave me the heebie-jeebies. I didn't think it was like super scary, but it gave me the heebie-jeebies. I need to watch it. It's on Netflix. It's good. It's really good. I liked it. I pers- I I really don't like it. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. No. It's is it the same as? Well, obviously it's not the same as Get Out, but like compared to Get Out, is it? Similar? No, Get Out is way better. Oh really? Yeah, Fair. Get Out's way better. At number six is Jaws. Nice. So well, for me, that's yeah, for me, that's a scary, scary one for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, at number five is it 2017. Well, I mean, that movie gave me some parts where I was scared because obviously yeah. I don't really like clowns very much. But yeah. And the jump scares. So, as well. Yeah. Yeah. It, it has got some really scary parts in it. Like, and it's one of my favorites, actually. That Like, I thought they did a fantastic job with it. Um, at number four, The Conjuring. Yes, I agree. Um, that movie's so I, scary. I, I wasn't, I wasn't scared by The Conjuring, you know. I was. Ter- I'm still scared of The Conjuring. At number three is The Exorcist. I haven't seen it. You need to watch it. We'll do an episode on it. I know. I'm scared. Um, I mean, it's pretty scary. Like it was definitely, I think, scarier at the time when it came out. Um. But I think it still holds up. Like, it is still genuinely disturbing. Good film. Definitely disturbing, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's got, like... I mean, obviously, everyone's seen, like, the scenes in it, and but but the imagery is so, like, I- iconic, and it'll just stay with you, you know? It's one of those films. Um, and number two is The Ring. Mm. I don't think that movie was that scary. I was scared when I first watched it. Like, I remember it being pretty scary to me, but I can't remember how old it was. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one in a long time, but I do like it. I do like it. I yeah. That. Yeah, I thought I it was like good. It I like the mystery. Yeah, yeah. Mystery. Like, why? Yeah. Right, you ready for number one? The number one oh, scariest no, film of all time? It's going to be something stupid. <laughs> the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it. I thought about watching it recently, actually. 
I love that film. It's one of my favorites. I know favorites. you do. That's why I was going to think about watching um, And yeah, it did really scare me the first time I watched it. However, I was under the influence, so that might have had something to do with it. <laughs> um, but I yeah, remember, sick film. I remember when that movie came out, and like anytime I'd go out in the woods or whatever, my, my place, <laughs> like there would always be some sort of weird like rocks, rock formations, and I'm like, this was creepy, but it was always just because people, I think, were trying to be like that movie. Yeah. The marketing campaign behind that was genius. Absolute genius. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Amazing. I mean, I was terrified by the preview alone, so that's why I've never watched it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I love it. Um, whether or not it deserves the title as the, the scariest film of all time, I don't know, but um, it is a scary film. And I'm yeah. so stoked that um, it's had guests announced for the next Horicon. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, all of them, yeah. apart from Heather, apparently. Um, yeah. Apparently she doesn't do it. anything anymore, like Calm Wise. Uh, but yeah, the director's coming and the two dudes that starred in it. So that's awesome. I was, um, when I first saw it when I was younger, I was really disappointed with it. Um, mm. And now I've discovered it again later in life. <laughs> and... Um, Oh man, it, it, to be honest with you, when they were all like in the woods and stuff, like panicking and like mm-hmm. getting off each other, absolutely cracks me up laughing because it reminds me of like that would happen, you know? That's how yeah. I would be friends and family. <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely. Like, I, I, I really love it. I do it's love it. It's a weird one because like I'm not a fan of found horror stuff at all, like, found footage stuff. Um, yeah, same, yeah. At all, but this one just really works for some reason. I think it. It feels very authentic and not not cheesy or fake at all. Like it feels yeah. very real. Um, but yeah, that was that list. I thought it was quite ridiculous, to be honest. Yeah, uh, totally and it ridiculous. Was like, like it was made by a bunch of teenagers who have only just like started yeah. watching horror movies in the past like three years or something. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, before we get stuck into Scream 1996, let's talk about Scream 2022. Okay. Um. So first of all, I just want to put it out there that I hate this title. Um, it's Scream 5, and I shall be referring to it as Scream 5 from now on. Um, I think they missed an opportunity there. Like, they should have made the S as the 5 and, and had it like that, you know, like a... Uh, but then I suppose people might have called it 5 Cream. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the first trailer dropped a few weeks back. And Ashley and I have very briefly reacted to it, but not got into a discussion about it. And Sadie, I don't think we've talked about it at all yet, have we? No, I don't think so, no. So what are your initial thoughts on it? Um, yeah, I think, it, I think it looks good. I don't think it's... Um, there's a lot of um, like scenes in it where you're... Um, people are getting attacked etc which you know i don't want to see too much um Mm -hmm. but um but then in the trailer it does say what one of the characters says attacks not kills yeah yeah i don't know it's gonna just um someone doing attacks and then it turns to draw sydney out again maybe like they did in screen three i don't know Yeah. yeah i mean for me honestly i was a bit disappointed with it like, it didn't really do anything for me. Um, you know, for the first Scream film in over a decade, it should have got me excited, and it didn't. 
Um, yeah. How did you feel, Ashley? I liked it, but you're right. It didn't give me like that. Oh my god, I cannot wait. Like. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean, guys. I completely know what you mean. It, it's. I mean, the reason why one of the reasons why I got Sadie on the part for this episode was because next to you know you, me, and Ryan Horn, Sadie's like the biggest Scream fan I know. Um, so for three really big Scream fans not to be bowled over by this trailer, that must be saying something, right? <laughs> I know it makes me nervous. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I- so so nervous for it. Happy for the to see the OG three again, obviously, and then um. Oh yeah, it's great to have like the Holy Trinity back. That's mm-hmm. awesome, um, uh, and and to get um the guy that did the Ghostface voice as well. Like, I'm so glad that they got him back too, because it wouldn't have worked if he didn't have. Uh, is it Roger Jackson? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So stoked that he's back too, and the rest of the cast looks okay. You know, um. We've got the guy from Goosebumps and 13 Reasons Why. He's oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and the girl from The Babysitter 2. Uh, she's also playing Wednesday Adams in the new live-action remake. Oh, okay. Uh, and you noticed the dude uh, that was in The Boys is in mm-hmm. this film too. Mm-hmm. The guy that played, is it Huey? I think it's Huey. But, yeah, what do we think about, like, what they showed in the trailer? I mean... For me, like, I thought it was a bit over the top, you know, with the smart home tech gone wrong, like, opening well, the door yeah, but... and unlocking the door, like, they've got I mean, to do that's... it for, like, the new generation, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, that's pretty much how it is now, I guess. Yeah, it just I seems mean... very Hollywood, you know, and, like, really far removed from what Wes Craven would do. Like, yeah. I don't know, I'm worried about it. I'm, um, I'm excited, um, but... I, one of these people, like, I loved the first three Scream movies. Scream 4, I just, I I didn't really get on well with it. And I don't know whether it's because it was so further along in time and I'm used to the nostalgia, nostalgia do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, me and Ashley both love Scream 4, but I, I totally, I totally I get, what you're saying, get where yeah. you're coming from. Yeah, it almost it's, does feel like separate to that trilogy because it was very 90s, that trilogy. And it, yeah. it's, it captures that moment in time and it's all the same kind of vibe. And then you get Scream 4 and <laughs> with that meta opening, which I personally love, uh, but I know it wouldn't go down well with a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, obviously it's, you know, we've not got Wes this time, so it's not going to be the same. Uh, yeah. But I don't I don't understand why they couldn't back, get back the, the writer from Scream 1 and 2, Kevin Williamson. Like, mm-hmm. they should have got him back, like... And director-wise, like, you know, the, the the people that they've chose, like, to, to do this film, like, the director is virtually unknown. You know, he did Ready or Not and VHS, two Which films I that liked. got lukewarm reviews. Did you Ready say you like them? Oh, you did like, you did like them. I, I didn't like them that much, you know. The um, VHS one? Ready or Not as well, he oh, did. I liked Ready or Not. I thought that was a good one. I feel like the humor didn't work for me in that. Like it was too over the top, and this is what I'm worried about with this one too. Um, oh, I like VHS. The, VHS scared me. But then the writers they've got in this film as well. Um, they did Ready or Not and those terrible Spider-Man films with Andrew Garfield. I've so never seen them. I'm There's not two... very confident at all. Okay. They're um, um, 
they're, they're huge fans of Screamer. That's why they that's why they got into filmmaking. So hopefully, but yeah. But you know who else is a huge fan and, and has just done some movies? The guy that did the Halloween films, <laughs> and that didn't Dude, work out. I knew he was going to say that. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, director wise, I personally, I know this might be a strange choice, but I would have chose someone like Lee Janiak, you know, that did Fear Street. Like, mm-hmm. I thought they, they did Straight. a great job, like, emulating the 90s teen slasher. So mm-hmm. why not let them loose on the actual Scream franchise? You know, it was like, it was fun and creepy with, like, great pacing, and it looked fantastic, you know. This movie doesn't even look anything special, like, aesthetic-wise. I know it's not meant to be set in the 90s anymore, but do you know what I mean? Like, I think they might be holding... I don't, I, I don't know, holding quite a bit back, if you know what I mean. Mm, I, I hope, hope they so. are. I hope they are, yeah. Yeah. They said and, and... the trailer is not what you think it is. Right. They've, they've said that. So what you think you're getting from it is not what you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. there's more but to I come. Well, I'm excited, excited, but nervous, because one of the OG3 is going to die in it, obviously. Oh, <laughs> I know. no. I don't want it to be Dewey. It can't be Dewey. I know. That's my favourite. <laughs> if Dewey dies, I'm going to cry. <laughs> and from the look of the trailer with, with Gail reacting like that, like it just looks like he's going to die, doesn't it? Just let Gail it's... die. I don't care, care about her. <sighs> just don't want oh. Daddy Dewey to die. But I, I, Again, have they put, like, they, like that interview they did, have they put that in? Red herring. Make something that it yeah. i don't know dude i really don't know that's a good point i mean there's one more thing that i i don't like about this already and it's that they've gone with a different composer for the score too um you know they could they could have got the original guy back and they haven't they've got brian tyler who he did uh some of the marvel movies which doesn't seem like a good fit either you know it's just like come on um like marco the the other ones isn't he can't pronounce his yeah. surname. He, um, oh, yeah, I, I can't pronounce it either. But he, he's, he's still doing stuff. Like he, he recently did uh, the new Venom movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just don't understand why they're getting back. Hmm. Um, but I mean, I don't want it to be shit. You know, I, I, I just don't see anything from it to get excited about. Um, but I'll probably get more excited as it gets closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to watch any more trailers though. So. Yeah, I'm kind of like that, but I probably will. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. Like, <laughs> I, I don't want to have stuff revealed, but I just, my curiosity get the better of me and I have to see it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be insane. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. And I hope but, they do like like two more on, one or two more on top, because that's what Wes originally wanted to do with number four. Mm-hmm. But when it kind of didn't make the sales at the box office that they were hoping for. They kind of, you know, so I'm yeah. hoping it's going to be like another, you know. Kind another of new trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. So I noticed on um, the Welcome to Horrorland account, uh, you had a little Q&A, like where you were discussing theories with everyone on who the killer is. Um, and you got a lot of response. Um, and they say in the trailer that the killer is attacking people who are related to Billy and Stu. Now, mm-hmm. Matthew was grilled at Horicon about this, whether he's in the movie. And he said point blank that he wasn't. Uh, in fact, both Skeet and Matthew 
said they hadn't even watched any of the Scream movies. Uh, they don't yes. seem to have any interest in the franchise at all, besides the first one. However, yeah. apparently Matthew's name popped up on the cast list on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. I've just checked it and it's not there now. So possibly fake news, possibly a fuck up and a huge spoiler. I don't know. Yeah, well, um, Emma Watson, or not Emma Watson, Emma Roberts popped up too. Oh, really? So yeah. maybe it's it's just credited for like flashback scenes. That's what I was thinking. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it would be interesting if it turned out that Stuart survived the TV to the head and was the killer in Scream 5. But I it also makes zero sense. Would have. <laughs> like, where would he have been for the past 25 years? What's his motive? Like, Because <laughs> um, that was the original, um, Kevin Williamson's original um, screenplay for Scream, Scream 3 um, for him to come back. But, um, oh, really? <clears throat> Yeah, because of um, I can't remember what happened. There was an incident with guns, um, in real life, so they scrapped that, and it was going to be like a, uh, he was working in prison. It was a cult thing, but I think uh, like that sounds so terrible. Many people know that now, yeah, um, I don't know. And I've seen, I've watched a lot of his interviews, and he was always like, "I didn't die, I didn't die," mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like, oh wait, yeah, he was saying that at Horicon, like he was like, "Yeah, she's not dead." Yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of, I, I don't see it, but the flashback is a good good shout um mm. because there was an actor i can't remember who it was and they actually was on set of scream and they actually tagged skeet on instagram in it and then quickly deleted it hmm. this was ages no ago. way and then well, rose McGowan said she was on um twitter um she was um she was called up to do um a voiceover or something like a flashback oh, but she right, she right. did hmm. so yeah well if Skeet and Matthew are in it, they've got very good poker faces because they were grilled at the con and they did not budge. They were just <laughs> like, no, no, we don't know anything. Like, you know, but that's what they would say, I guess. <laughs> yeah. What are your favourite theories then, Sadie, on who the killer is? <sighs> there's, there's so many. Um, did have a mind map, um, but I've kind of like scrapped loads of them. Um. I don't know. I um, for me personally, in Scream Four, it's kind of an obvious choice. But Judy, when she was talking to Sydney on the stairs, and like, I went to school with you. Don't you remember me? Blah blah blah. Had me thinking maybe she's when Sydney wouldn't put out Billy and her slept together, and then they had a kid. It's that kid thing again. I don't know. And then the kids coming back, and it's Judy. But <laughs> she's That's the crazy. Fan. She's the obsessed fan. I I don't know. Yeah. But that, Clearing off that one now. Okay. I'm going into the Meeks and Randy. Yeah, I think there might be something in the Meeks. Like, what do you, what do you think about his sister? Anything to do with her? Or she was one of the first people on my mind map when I heard this was coming. This this mm-hmm. movie was coming back, Martha, and um, um, obviously then on the cast list, Meeks character started to um appear. And mm. then um, I was talking to um, Danny, who's broke Britain on Instagram, and um, he was he came up with the idea that possibly um, Sid, um, sorry, Ra- like Randy's videotapes appear again, like they did in Number Three. Oh, that'd be sick! I'd really like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> I love yeah. Randy. I know. Me too. Them or um, I don't know because like maybe his sister's <laughs> silly again. Maybe his sister's mad because. Um, Randy got killed because of her because he followed her to uni, was in love with her. I don't know. 
I don't know. <laughs> I know. The thing is, like, I'd love all this, but I don't know if they're going to go too deep on it because a lot of the people that are going to see this film have probably not seen any of the others. Like, mm-hmm. I think, you think do you so? know what I mean? I, well, I don't know. There's like, I'm just going I don't off. I think I've like, ever the, gone and watched a movie that was like two or three ahead of the original one and then not seen the original one. Well, it, it's weird because like I got to see Scream the 25th anniversary on the big screen recently and it was the audience was crazy because they were all really young kids and as the movie went on i noticed that like they were reacting to the scares and stuff like they hadn't seen it before and i was like they've not seen this film that's so crazy like so there's going to be like a new audience that sees the new scream and i don't know if they're all going to catch up and watch all four films like I'm just going off what I've seen in Halloween Kills as well. Like a lot of the audience there hadn't seen any of the others, you know. I think the modern audience, like these kids, the the youth of today, they don't care about, you know, (laughs) the films that have come before it. And that's why they've just titled it Scream, because they're going to fool people into going to see this. Like it's a reboot or something. Yeah, you're right. You're you're 100% right. Yeah. So I don't know how deep they're going to go with it. I mean, I could be completely wrong. Yeah, you're, you're, I, totally get what you're saying completely i am hoping though because they've said they're such fans of the movies they have mm. gone the previous four mm-hmm. very finely and possibly picked up on little details or little things mm-hmm. that have happened and then put it all together and said hey we can link this back to that i'm hoping that is what i'm hoping but mm. oh, i don't know i don't know yeah i really don't yeah, you've know you've got me thinking now i really it could be something really interesting, couldn't it? It could it could be dead good. You never know. Never know. Um, I hope so, Chris. I really yeah. do. <laughs> so, Scream, 1996, we talk about that? I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for, an hour in. Um, yeah, so Scream, released oh, in 1996 and directed by Wes Craven and written by Kevin Williamson. And the synopsis is as follows. A year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl is terrorised by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as part of a deadly game. So before we dive into what we thought about this film, let's hear some movie trivia from Ashley. Golly, Um, there's so much. I don't know if I want to read all of it. It takes forever. Just pick, pick a few. But this is also your spoiler warning. If you haven't seen this film, then pause the podcast, go and watch it and come back to join us. Um, I don't think it's on any streaming services here in the UK. Is it Sadie? Uh, not, no. I've it's not, not seen it myself. We, not, we, not in America. Yeah. Well, just just buy it. It's fucking great. You won't regret it. <laughs> um, so, trivia. Um, what have you got? Okay. Um, so, first little bit. Um, the beginning of the movie is 12 minutes and some I think 12 minutes with some change but usually intros and movies are like 10 minutes and they wanted to make it longer which I thought was cool yeah um Nev Campbell or Neve Campbell however you say it <laughs> did you know that she was on an episode of Goosebumps not Goosebumps uh, are you afraid of the dark I no. did not know that. yeah she uh it's an episode but like she works in a restaurant and like the guy 
make soup out of people's fears or something like that. I don't remember. <laughs> but it was it was really funny. Mmm, fear <laughs> soup. Was, yeah, like Kevin and I were like, oh hey, look who it is. It's Sydney. Um <laughs> in the beginning the mom or the dad tells the mom to go to the McKenzie's, which is the same thing that Lori tells Lindsay and Tommy to go to in the nineteen seventy eight Halloween. I thought that was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, uh, let's, cool. Uh, let's see. Henry Winkler's Fonzie jacket from Happy Days uh, when he opens the closet is seen. No way. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Did you and know that they didn't credit him also in this film because yeah, they didn't want to upstage everybody? <laughs> I, was, I think I actually have that written down somewhere. But anyways, um, they wanted to film at, a San, at the Santa Rosa High School, but they denied him because of the violence. So Wes Craven put no thanks whatsoever to the Santa Rosa High School District Governing Board at the end of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I do love That's that. Funny. I do that. I love that too. Uh, <laughs> the the cloak. This is my one of my favorite. <laughs> the cloak was going to be white, but they were afraid it was going to look too KKK. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a yeah. very wise decision. <laughs> yes, I much prefer the black sparkly. Yeah. Um. No one met the guy that played the ghost face voice. Um, what do we? What did his name? Roger Jackson or something? Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted to have a pure reaction of mm. of his voice, so, um, so which I thought did, was cool. But was he actually on the phone? Yeah. Like, and it, it was pure live reaction. Yep. It was. He was out. He was on the cell phone, and then um, I guess like I don't know what happened, but the cops ended up having to talk to the crew because they're like, yeah. who is this guy that keeps calling and like threatening all this stuff? Is he a murderer? <laughs> that trick? was something that was something that I found out from the panel. Um Drew Barrymore actually called nine nine nine, uh well nine one one a few times yeah. and like mm-hmm. yeah. by accident she didn't realise the phone was like real. Um yeah. And <laughs> the police turned up. Um, this was a cool thing for me, just because I like this nostalgia. But the color color ID increased more than a threefold after the release of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's so cool. Uh, Matthew Lillard was cast by chance. He went to a different mm-hmm. audition that was unrelatable. He, actually, he auditioned for the part of Billy Loomis. Did yeah. he? Okay, so that's yeah. what it was. Then. And they said they couldn't see him with Neve Campbell. <laughs> I couldn't see him with ne- with Neve either. No. No. Although, I mean, controversially, I think Rose McGowan's way hotter than Neve Campbell. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I kind of think that too. She is fucking hot in that film. Gal was my favourite. And that now, I've, now, I've, now I'm older, I'm like, nah, Sydney, Sydney, all day. Yeah. <laughs> Sydney in the second movie is gorgeous. Oh, yeah, yeah. I t- totally mm-hmm. agree there. It was originally titled Scary Movie. <laughs> Oh, I watched like, Scary Movie last night. Yeah, I know you did. That's so funny. But yes, <laughs> and it says they mention that five times in the movie. They say Scary Movie five times. I um, have issues with Scary Movie. Because what kind whenever of I issues? People, whenever I say to people, like at work and stuff, or like they're like, oh yeah, and I'm talking about Scream, they're like, yeah. oh yeah, the really, the funny one, blah, blah. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it almost like parried it parodied it too well too well so yeah people yeah. almost mandala affected it and thought that was scream and it's like no yeah. screams screams actually a horror Scream. film um 
Molly Ringwald was offered to play Sydney, but she didn't want to play a teenager because she was 27 years old. Hmm. I bet she's got she didn't take that one on. Yeah, yeah I think that would have been a really weird choice. Yeah, I don't I think mean, it would have worked. If you if you've seen any of her movies, you know that she's just like not lack of a better term, dainty. <laughs> mm. She wouldn't be the girl boss that Neve Campbell is. Right. Um they wanted to rate it NC-17 because of all the gore. So they, <laughs> I guess they told the um, the people to see it as a comedy, and that's how they got a rated R. I don't know how that worked, but that's what So what, what age is rated R? Because in the UK, we've got, um, like, PG, which I guess is, um, uh, what's the rating over there? PG-13. And then mm-hmm. we've got, like, 12A, which means that if you're under 12, you've got to come with an, in a, with an adult and then we've got 15 and then 18. Uh, rated R is um, 17 with an adult. Uh-huh. And then we have PG and then PG-13, yeah. Yeah, and NC-17, I guess, would be 21 and up or 18 really? and up. Maybe 18 wow. and up. I don't know. I've never seen I don't. I don't. I used to work in a movie theater, and I don't think we ever had an NC-17 movie there. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, 50 gallons of blood was used. <laughs> oh my god, nice. that's a lot. This one was funny to me. Wes Craven didn't want to make the movie, but some kid was like, "Hey, you, you're going soft," and it made him mad. So he decided to do the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Um, let's see. This is Rose McGowan's favorite film experience. Nice. I was like, that's cool. Um, Hawking Phoenix turned down the role to play Billy. Hmm. I feel like he would have done a good job. I just yeah. like him. He's not pretty boy enough, though. What? I don't know. Like, <laughs> he's kind of weird looking. Like, Skeet's no, so he's dreamy. he's gorgeous. He's beautiful. Mm, that was beautiful, Skeet. He's uh, even more, I th- I he's think even, he's even more beautiful in person. I don't, I don't <laughs> think Skeet or, or whatever his name is attractive. Really? No, not wow. at all. Yeah. Abby's um, obsessed with him. Like that's like, one of oh, her like he, main celebrity crushes. Skeet he, he was in Riverdale. Yeah, she and, likes him in that. <laughs> yeah, like I just don't. I think he's weird looking. Um, he's actually like quite creepy in real life. He's very much like Billy. Like <laughs> you know the way he acts and stuff. Like mm-hmm. the way he sort of creeps about and like the way he gives you crazy eyes. Like he's quite he's quite creepy in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. auditioned for the role of Stu, which I thought was cool. But I don't nice. think that would have worked. He's too pretty boyish. Nah. Yeah. Mm, um, yeah. The, the casting in this film is incredible. Yeah. Like, you couldn't imagine it's... anyone else playing any of the characters. I know. No, it's insane. Absolutely insane. Um, so Tori Spelling was considered considered for Sydney. And then, you know, they made that joke that's like, my luck, I'd be played by Tori Spelling. Yeah. You remember that joke? Okay. I was like, um, oh, Nev Campbell was originally going to say no, but since Ski Ulrich was her co star of The Craft, she said yes. Oh, of course. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, Wes Craven told Drew Barrymore animal cruelty stories to make her cry. Oh, that would work <laughs> on me too. That's horrible. I know. <laughs> uh, this is some of my favorite too is uh, Melissa Joan Hart. And Brittany Murphy and some other people that I didn't know had auditioned to play Sydney. Mm. I was like, 
Could you imagine Sabrina the Teenage Witch playing Sydney? Mm, yeah, not really. No, I can't really see her be serious. No. Um, Seth Green had auditioned for Randy, which I thought that would have been funny. Yeah, that's actually quite cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love him. Ghostface actor Roger Jackson also was a voice actor for Mojo Jojo and Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> Um, and then this one was funny. Rose McGowan was too small for the pet door. She kept slipping in and out. She was too thin. So they literally had to nail her shirt to the wall in order for her to, like, stay in. <laughs> That's um, cool. Um, Sadie, you've got a really cool story about Rose McGowan in that scene, right? Is that the um, when she asked me for the, for the dummy? <laughs> yeah. How do you remember this? That's oh, so my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, um, that's auction. one of the coolest things I've ever heard. I oh, know it was so so random. They were auctioning her. Um, what was it, what was it, Chris the dummy? Yeah, it was Is basically it from... like the the dummy they used in her death scene. Mm-hmm. And I um I posted it out, and then she um she messaged me saying, you know, I want it. It's me. It's mine. How much or something like that. And um. Yeah, it, it, I said I'm not selling it. She was like, oh, sorry. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I should have said, uh, yeah, my bank details are, so she could, you know, <laughs> send me some cash over. <laughs> yeah, it's That's pretty so cool. cool. That awesome. is cool. Um, let's see. Courtney Cox wanted to be the opposite of Monica from Friends. And I hate Friends. I'm sorry to everybody, I'm, but that show is not friends. funny. Huh? Oh, I, love I, lo- I love Friends. I've, I'm I've sorry, guys. <laughs> It's a childhood thing for me. Like. And, and Monica is like my least favorite character besides Ross. So oh, I love her. I love Courtney Cox. I don't. I just, oh, hell yeah. I'm not a fan of her. I've never have been. It's, I there's something always, about her. always crushed on her over Jennifer Aniston in Friends. I just really mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. she's I always was a Phoebe person. But I <laughs> Phoebe. think I relate to Phoebe. So that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe's great. Oh, yeah. Um, this is a weird one. Is Matthew Lillard actually hates his performance in this movie? I didn't know okay. that. He never mentioned that at the car. Yeah, he said in a quote, he wrote, I was horrible. I had lots of gums, big teeth, and a really tiny head. Um oh. but he did he did also do a lot of ad libbing in the movie. Like oh, my mom yeah. and dad are going to be so mad at me. That was not scripted yeah. he, he talked about that at the con as well like 90 percent of his lines he ad-libbed in that film mm-hmm. that's like, what they were saying um, on the commentary too the most famous one like being you fucking hit me with the phone you did yep and that's like my favorite line in the film yeah. apparently yeah. skeet actually wasn't meant to throw the phone at him but because his hands were so slippery from all like the fake blood it, it slipped out of his hand and hit him in the head and then that line just came out so that was not scripted at all. And that's one of the best moments in the film. That is genius. Yeah. Um, and then just the last little bit was uh, the character of Dewey was supposed to be a hunk. So that's why he, um, what is his name? Uh, uh, Dave Arquette. Yeah, Dave Arquette chose to play him. I think he was going to play Billy, but he chose to play him because he was supposed to be a hunk. And then he ended up being kind of goofy. <laughs> I love him in that film so much. Oh, I do too. I think, and the chemistry between him and uh, Gail are just yeah fantastic. So so good. Do you have any from the? Uh, 
I think you pretty much covered it. Like, um, you know, Matthew was talking a while for a while about all the ad libs and stuff like that. Um, and the original audition of the part of Billy. Um, he was saying that he loved working on Thirteen Ghosts. He said that he was really handsome in that and liked playing in that in that film. Um, but yeah, I think I think you pretty much covered it all. Um, yeah, and like I said, there was a lot, and like I mean, there mm. was more. There's so much yeah. more. So, what are your initial thoughts on this one? I love it. I love it. Yeah. Just amazing. It's just <clears throat> I don't know. Just with the it just. I don't know. I first, I remember I first saw it um, GMTV um, before school. They were talking about this new movie. My auntie got it on VHS, watched it, drove back on my bicycle, and I was like, oh my God, what was that? And <laughs> I've been obsessed ever since. And it, just yeah. the cast, the time, the soundtrack, everything. Mm-hmm. Just, I love it. What about you yeah. guys? I mean, I, I love this movie to death. You know, it's just yeah. perfection. It's yeah. by far my favourite and most watched movie ever. Like, I watch it <laughs> at least two or three times a year, and I listen yeah. to the soundtrack constantly. Yeah, um, I got it in my... <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, where Halloween was my gateway and opened my eyes to the horror genre, Scream cemented my love for it and made me realise the fun and joy that could be had with the slasher genre. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just an iconic movie. Like, from the very first sequence to the last it's just perfect like i love how meta it is as well it's incredibly Mm -hmm. self-aware but it's clever and never boring like no matter how many times i watch it like that's the mark of a truly special film where you know what's coming but you're still thoroughly entertained every time Mm -hmm. and like each time you watch it you can always take away something new from it like whether it's a, a new favorite character a new favorite moment a new favorite line whatever it is like this film just has so much to give. It's just like the gift yeah. that keeps on giving. It's just genius. Yeah. And the, best best the three, film of all time. The three main characters, like, mm-hmm. I, I think personally, because Ghostface changes constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, the film, obviously, he's the main, her, him, whatever, main character, like a Freddy or Jason. But for mm-hmm. me personally, the heart, and I think what... Um, it, why so people are so connected and love this movie so much is because of the main three characters yeah you absolutely follow them and sydney is i mean shout out to laurie strode but sydney for me personally yeah just the journey and just those three mm-hmm. just yeah, amazing absolutely. It, it, and it really feels like spending time with people you know and love like every time exactly. you put on one of these films mm-hmm. you just love spending time with them um, totally and another big thing for me is like the fact that it's one of the most 90s movies ever. It just makes it yeah. even more nostalgic for me and endearing. Like I, I love that era. I grew up in that era. It holds a lot of special memories for me. Um, exactly. I don't think I ever fully left that era style-wise. No, no I, I didn't. <laughs> um, and yeah, Sydney Prescott, one of the best final girls of all time. Oh, for um, sure. I also want to mention something I read on Letterboxd from uh, the 155 podcast co-host, Sam Sutherland. He rightly observes, there has never been a more iconic collection of fictional names. Deputy Dewey, Billy Loomis, Sidney Prescott, Cotton Weary, Gail Weathers and Randy Meeks. Look at that shit. Other franchises can only dream. I mean, <laughs> he's so right. I mean, that is an amazing set of character names. Like, It's like something from a yeah. Marvel comic. <laughs> I know. 
I don't really remember when I first watched it. Like I said, I'm still pretty new to a lot of the horror films. But definitely the 90s feel to it was was something that I just cling on to. I mean, the sound mm-hmm. of the home phone ringing still, mm-hmm. like, is just such a great sound. Definitely. I, I can almost remember my home phone number. Um, <laughs> still. And I remember what it looks like, everything. Yeah, like, I know where it was and what it looked like and... I just miss those days. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So yeah. I'm going to read out the storyline and then we can sort of get into, you know, what, what we thought about that and, and gush on more things we loved about it, I guess. So um, a year after her mother's death, Sydney Prescott and her friends started experiencing some strange phone calls. They later learned the calls were coming from a crazed serial killer in a white face mask and a large black robe looking for revenge. His phone calls usually consist of many questions, the main one being, what's your favourite scary movie? Along with much scary movie trivia, ending with bloody pieces of innocent lives scattered around the small town of Woodsboro. I mean, I think it's such a sick storyline. Like, I love the murder mystery element, like the whodunit. Like, it's just done yeah. so well. Like, the mystique of the backstory with Cotton Weary and Sydney's mum, like... It gives you just enough to like hook you and keep you guessing throughout the entire movie until the big reveal. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's that's what that's what I look for in movies. Anything now, the mystery, Scream just set it off for me. Like that's what mm-hmm. I want in everything. The Who Done It? Yeah, yeah. And um, Kevin Williamson, genius, absolute yeah. genius. That's why they should have got him back for this film. <laughs> it's so yeah. well written. And all the films, Danny Sorry. It has like one of the best opening sequences I've ever or opening scenes I've ever seen oh, in any movie. 100%. I, I think it's the best opening scene in, in any film. Like it yeah. is just an incredible incredibly well acted directed shot you know like everything about it is just fucking incredible. I got to see it on the big screen obviously I mentioned before and I don't I, I didn't see it in the cinema when it came out I must have been too young but to to see that opening scene on the big screen, it was just phenomenal. You know, just like it took my breath away. Um, yeah. I also got complimented on my stab hat there in the <laughs> in the cinema because this dude he was he took his boyfriend for a date and he was like, "Wow, oh, I love your cap. That's so cool." As, as he was going out, and I was like, "Oh, thanks." Um, and then he was I heard him talking to his boyfriend, and he was like, "Did you like it?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it." And I was like, "Hold on." is that the first time you've just seen that and he was like yeah wow. yeah i was like no way i said dude i wish i could be you right now and for real. Like, watch it for the first time and he was like yeah i'm making him watch all the original ones so he's ready for scream five so wow. and he was like yeah we're gonna go and watch scream two now and i was like oh my god to be you like to experience it all for the first time like i said you were in for an incredible journey <laughs> like yeah also i love the cinematography in this film like it's oh, such yeah. a nice nice looking 90s movie you know like all the lovely sweeping crane shots and the beautifully set up camera angles like it just looks so nice and, and sydney's house on is here. fucking stunning as well like, like what does her da- dad do as a job those houses are ginormous in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Where's it shot? Is it California? Because it looks yeah. beautiful. They said it was like yeah. wine country or whatever. I love the idea that the killer is someone you know, but mm-hmm. it's just so clever because it, it somehow makes it even more scary than like the random psycho killer like Michael Myers. 
that it's someone in your life yeah. that you, you know like it, it's just so so clever in the beginning when drew barrymore is dying and then she takes off the mask mm-hmm. and you can tell yeah. that she knows him yeah and that and part like, why yeah brilliant yeah yeah there was like love- in the 80s there was the movies like that where like it was someone within the circle. There was a few of them, but with Scream, it was just so it's done so different, wasn't it? It was just mm-hmm. like yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I love the way that Ghostface uses his obsession with like scary movies, like mm-hmm. you know something we can all relate to, like <laughs> quizzing trivia, you know, like yeah. um, and the mask itself, you know, it's just iconic. It's an absolute favorite of mine. You know, I had the the bleeding mask as a kid. Recently, just got it for my birthday again which was so sick but i used to wear that every halloween um and i think it's genuinely scary that imagery like Mm -hmm. and just that that image of some of that popping up at your window or like coming towards you in the house like that used to frighten me as a kid just that white that white face with the the expression on um and i love how ghost face like is fast and he rushes you you know it's so scary it's clumsy isn't he as well yeah. <laughs> he has his little trips and that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I would be a really clumsy uh killer too. <laughs> <laughs> I also love the score by Marco Beltrami. You know, it's just so good. I love yeah, some S- on there. Sydney's you know, Sydney's theme, like with the choir voices, it's just so haunting and iconic. Yeah. And obviously the original soundtrack, um, is just so so good. It's something that I listen to regularly. Um, yes, I've actually ju- just been listening to it before we started recording. <laughs> uh, not only is it like one of the best OSTs from the 90s, but I think it's one of the greatest of all time. You know, it's such a fantastic compilation of songs that is just a real perfect match to the tone of the movie. Yeah. Um, what's, what's I'll read favorite, favorite song. <laughs> well, it's got to be Red Right Hand. I mean, I know that's sort of a cop out <laughs> answer, but that is such a fucking iconic song because of this film. Like yeah. it was, it was on a Nick Cave album that came out like two years before this film, so I don't think it was really famous before this film. But yeah, and it's been in every one since, you know. And it's just like it's the, it's the staple of a Scream soundtrack. I, you know? I can't, I don't picture Scream when I hear that song though. Oh, really? <laughs> I picture Pe- uh, Peaky Blinders because that's the oh, yeah I've not exactly. seen that. the opening so, song for that. Did they use that? Uh, yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read out the the, the listing because I've got it here. So you've got Youth of America by Bird Brain. My favourites. Great, great track. Um, so 90s as well. That's yeah, sick. Uh, it sounds like it'd be on Buffy or something. Do you know, in, in mm-hmm. like the bronze or something, just like booming out. <laughs> bronze band. Um, Whisper by Catherine. Red Right Hand by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Don't Fear the Reaper by Gus Black. Fantastic cover. That's like- yeah. Really great. Um, Artificial World by Julie Cruz with the flow. Better Than Me by Sister Machine Gun. Whisper to a Scream by Soho. Love Dude, that I one love as well. That. So oh, nice. My God. Uh, First Cool Hive by Moby. Absolutely adore that. That's the one that plays at the end as you're zooming out from the house and the credits roll. Yeah. Like, oh, like it's just well. such a fucking cool song. Like, um, yeah. Bitter Pill by the Canals. School's Out by The Last Hard Men. So I guess they couldn't get the original one, but you can't even tell the difference, really. Yeah. Um, 
uh, Troubling, and then we get a, a track from the score by Marco Beltrami. So it's Troubling Woodsboro and Sydney's Lament. Beautiful, beautiful piece. And then finishing with Drop Dead Gorgeous by Republica. What a song. <laughs> what yeah. a fucking song that is. So good. Like, incredible, incredible soundtrack. What was your favourite song in it, Ashley? Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, Do you think Scream 2 has a better soundtrack? It's a pretty um, fucking good soundtrack. It's got the yeah, Lesson Jake one pretty, on that, I think. That was a pretty good soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I mean... To be honest, like, if it's 90s, then I'm going to love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, so like, got that part in me. So what, um, f- should we go into favourite scene? Yeah, I have that um, written down. So for me, I found it hard to pick because there's so many amazing, like, memorable scenes. But for me, it's a toss-up between the opening scene with Drew Barrymore and the end scene with Billy and Stu, you know, the reveal. Like, mm-hmm. they're just mm-hmm. such incredibly strong opening and closing scenes. Yeah. You know, that opening scene with Drew Barrymore, you know, it's just incredible. You know, we talked about it before. Um, it's just so well done. The reveal with Stu and Billy at the end is just iconic and so well acted again. Yeah. 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 The, the Drew Barrymore thing is cool, though, because, you know, like, you know that that helped suck, suck, suck people into the movie Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, it's Drew Barrymore. She's, you know, really popular and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden she's just dead in the right. Yeah. Yeah. She's first, like the, the yeah. main person on the poster and everything. Yeah. And like she's dead in the first yeah. 10 minutes. So, I mean. It just sort of sets the tone. It's like, well. I can't decide between that scene. And then also I'm with you with, with Stu and, and Billy. But I love when they stab each other. I think that's just. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. just so brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's just beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's so good. What about you, Sadie? Um, <clears throat> I, the opening scene's iconic. Um, yeah. It still haunts me to this day because like her parents yeah. turn up and it's like mm-hmm. whoa. Yeah. And then when um, she I like the little... when she struggles to scream and nothing uh, comes out, like yeah. and, and it's like you know when you're in a in a dream in a nightmare and you, and you go to scream and nothing comes out because you're asleep, yeah. obviously. It's yeah. like that, and it always gets me that. Like, they're right there, and she's crawling on the ground. It's so good. And yeah. I like the little that Wes Craven gave to um, New Line Cinema, um, what Casey Becker says over the um, phone. But I think um, pro- pro- it's going to have to be probably the, the kitchen scene, the end sequence, personally, because yeah. it's just fantastic. And the reveal it is. is... Yeah, <clears throat> it's, it, it's definitely it's got to be one of the best scenes in, in cinema, full stop. Um, 100%. when I was watching Scary Movie last night it really made me laugh the scene where they recreate that and it's revealed you know and um, the the guy that's like playing the part of Stu like he gets all like he starts spitting everywhere you know the way that like (laughs) Stu's got like saliva everywhere in that scene and he's like spitting like it's a scream baby like (laughs) spitting everywhere but the way he acts, the way he acts that scene is just like raw, but not weirdly not over the top, even though he's like spraying his saliva everywhere. It just it's so good, you know, yes. and then you've got the comedy element in there, too. And it's like it shouldn't work, but it does. Oh, yeah. yeah you have Randy's like, I should be dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. There's so many awesome parts in that scene. Um. And 
Wes Craven, the way he crafted this film, like he took so many inspirations from like past horror movies, like Halloween, Friday Thirteenth, A Nightmare on Elm mm-hmm. Street, you know, for scenes for this movie, and Black Christmas as well. You know, with the phone calls, like. Um, mm-hmm. He actually used that idea before Scream, a couple of years before it, in A New Nightmare. Like, if you watch that, it's very apparent how much he's playing around with the idea of, like, the stalker on the telephone. Uh, I know you've not seen uh, A New Nightmare, have you, Ashley? Mm-mm, no. Did you see it, Sadie? Like, the last yes. A Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah. And, yeah, because yeah, I, I watched it, like, for the first time, I think it was last year, and I was like, whoa, you can really see the blueprints for Scream in this, you know? Yeah, I like I love the idea of that. I love mm. the whole idea of the movie. But you know, although he uses all these inspirations, it never feels like he's ripping them off. Like right. he even uses like Halloween playing on the TV in the background at the party. Which is fantastic. He even uses like the John Carpenter score for some parts. Mm-hmm. But it never feels weird. It's just so well done. Yeah. It's not like in your face, like oh uh, mm. and it takes you out of the movie. It's very subtle, but it works. Yeah. It'll just together it really does and it just it works so well with like the meta commentary like it's a very mm-hmm. clever social commentary for the time without mm-hmm. it being too heavy-handed or preachy the way it references his own movies as well like you know drew's line about like in the original nightmare on elm street but the rest sucking uh yeah. you know which I, which i agree it's, with the with the exception uh, of new nightmare um, yeah because he had them issues with new line cinema didn't he <laughs> right, right, that little dig at them. Yeah. Um, oh. And Wes's uh, cameo is Freddy the Janitor as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it perfectly skirts the line between like parody and serious drama. Like it just does it so well. Um, and this was another thing that Skeet revealed at the panel um, that he thought it was like a serious drama when they were filming it. And he was like getting angry at Matthew for like messing about and not taking it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and Matthew was like, dude, this isn't like a, a drama film. You know, it's like a, a meta horror film. And he's like, all right. Um, oh, Matthew Lillard is just so gorgeous in this movie, too. Yeah. Oh, he's just he's a so beautiful, beautiful person. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the humor in this movie is just fucking phenomenal. Like, and it's my favorite use of ho- like humor in a horror movie. Like, yeah, it's just so fucking funny without taking away from the suspense and the horror. Like, yeah, it's very dark. It's not like yeah, it's obvious in your face where it's like oh for God's, it's just you know yeah. Just <clears throat> and after all these years, I still laugh out loud at the jokes I've heard like a million times. Like, <laughs> and that is the mark of a truly great movie. You know, it's just so quotable. It's one of the most quotable movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Incredible lines, and obviously to to show just how iconic and quotable it is, there's an entire parody movie based on it with scary movie you know (laughs) which is you know i love the officer doofy like such a genius observation um i wonder how david arquette felt about that portrayal (laughs) (laughs) what about um favorite character Stu and dewey it changes every time i watch it for me like it's one of the only movies where i love every single character equally and for different reasons yeah like at the moment, like, I'd say my favourite character is Dewey. Um, I just, I love David Arquette's performance as him. I love his character. I see a lot of myself in Dewey. <laughs> and, yeah, I really hope he doesn't die in Scream 5. <laughs> I know. I'll be so yeah. upset. Which one's your favourite character, Sadie? It's it's hard 
it, it, it's elements of all of them that I, I that I absolutely adore. Um, yeah, I love Randy. Um, yeah, I lo- yeah, it's so hard to narrow it down. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Weirdly, like my least favorite character is probably um, Sydney. Okay. Like, I don't like. I like her a lot, but I kind of feel like she gets upstaged by everyone else. Yeah, I could see that too. I, I don't know, I know what you say, but I mean, even the last time I watched it, like I, I really like gravitated towards Tatum. I really liked her character. I thought she was great. Um. But yeah, like I say, like every time I watch it, I just I get something new from every character, yeah. and they're all just so well played and well written. I like I like it yeah. better in the in the other movies. I think she gets stronger and yeah, I agree. More interesting yeah. for sure. I think she's yeah. really good in Scream Three, actually. That's my I least favorite the... Scream. Is it? I love the scene with Roman where he's yeah, revealed, and yeah. then he's like about um going on and on and she's like you know why you kill people because you choose to stop bloody whatever she says going on yeah Yeah. you know she really like just throws it back at him and basically shut the fuck up yeah (laughs) yeah 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 she's sick in that in that scene especially um what about favorite kill see that's a hard one because i mean obviously it's gonna have to be for me drew barrymore's kill yeah yeah it's it's so sick, uh, and I love I love the way it like zooms in at the end, and she's just got her guts hanging out from a tree. Mm-hmm. Like it's so cool. I've actually got that on a t shirt. Um, <laughs> Lee Capasso, shout out! He does some sick scream t shirts. Oh, yeah, Lovely yeah. guy. Mine is is got to be Tatum in the garage door. Like I just love that entire scene. I think it's so good. You know, quotable again. Please don't kill me, Mister Ghostface. I want to be in the sequel. It's just fucking genius. You know. It's- yeah. Uh, what's your favourite kill, Sadie? Um, yeah, I like that. I obviously like Casey Becker's, um, but mm-hmm. um, I'm not a huge fan on watching it um, because, uh, yeah, it's, you know, I don't know. I've got sensitive with old age, but um, <laughs> it's great. Um, it's probably going to be Tatum, Tatum as well. Yeah. It's quite hearted, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Comic- yeah, yeah. It is. So- it's creative as well, though. It's great. Yeah, and obviously um, Stu, if he's dead, TV mm-hmm. on the head. Yeah, yeah. The, the nice little nod to uh, Dream Warriors yeah. uh, in that movie. Yeah, the girl gets the TV TV on the head. Yeah. Because um, she, she says in your dreams, doesn't she? She pushes it on his head. Yeah. Yes, so, the, blonde, yeah, the blonde bird. Well, who is yeah. that? I can't remember. It, it, um, oh, I don't know. I can't remember who played her. Is is that is that one next on your list? Actually, number three in Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you watched number two, didn't you? I hated number two. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> number oh, two. I, I feel like me and Sadie had a, a very lengthy discussion about number two. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. It's like the the gayest horror film of all time. It wasn't even yeah. that. It was just like <sighs> I don't. Know. I could get into it, but let's <laughs> <laughs> not. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird because Abby really likes that one. Yeah, you've only seen the first two, haven't you, Ashley? Yeah. Yeah, they kind of, um, for me personally, I like number three. Number four um, is by Rennie Harlan, who done um, Deep Blue Sea and Mindhunters. So there's creative kills in that. But then they kind of 
go a bit uh. yeah definitely i mean i i really like number four i think it's underrated um it's it gets overlooked i think because patricia arquette didn't come back to reprise her role um mm-hmm. because everyone loves dream warriors number three like that's like the cult one isn't it that everyone sort of yeah. goes to but i weirdly sort of enjoy number four a bit more uh, but yeah after that it goes really downhill like yeah but then it picks up again for the last one like because wes comes back for new nightmare and i think that's a really great film yeah um but yeah as far as this film goes um i mean it goes without saying for me that it it ticks all of my top five horror movie must-haves and more you know aesthetic check atmosphere check soundtrack check one of the greatest Mm -hmm. memorable and likable characters check again some of the greatest of all time um good kills check Again, some of the greatest of all time. Um, so overall thoughts for me, the greatest of all time. Uh, you know, it's the best teenage horror slasher film in the 90s. And I think it absolutely deserves its legendary status. I don't think it's overrated in the slightest. I think no. it's one of the best teen slasher movies of all time. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. anything before it, yeah, it was great. But anything after it pretty much is mirrored mirroring yeah. it like it's a the, pale imitation yeah. yeah like um the movie i was telling you about chris uh there's someone inside your house oh yeah i'm gonna watch that like tomorrow it's it's, it's pretty similar to it um but oh i need to watch that it's on netflix isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually pretty good i mean it's entertaining yeah. it's not like like i said i don't think i would want to do an episode on it if, if you want to do mm-hmm. an episode we can but i don't think it's I've heard yeah. it start strong, but then it does. It off. does. Yeah. Both Kevin and I had the the willies, but um... <laughs> I watched um, that classic horror story last night on Netflix. You know the Italian film. Oh, that's right. Is it good? Have, have you seen it, Sadie? What's it called? A classic, classic horror story. Classic horror story. I think it's called. Yeah. No. It's, like it's an Italian film. It's um, you can watch it with subs or dubs. Um, and it, I'd say it's definitely worth a watch. Um, okay. I didn't like it, but Abby loved it. Because um, we watched the trailer and Abby was like, right, so it's basically Midsummer then. Because um, it looks very similar. Uh, oh, okay. What it does. But um, I mean, that's all, that's all I'm going to say about it. Like, it's best if you go in blind to it. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's a strange film. I'll watch it. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Um, unless any anyone else wants to add anything, um, I think that about does it. It's just one of those movies, like you said, that you watch over and over again, but it just it's like in an odd way, it's a feel-good movie. <laughs> oh, it totally is a feel-good movie, a hundred percent. Like if I'm feeling down, I can put on scream and feel like a hundred percent better straight away. Yes. Yeah, it's like being it's with pop- family. It's yeah, 100%. Yeah, and that's why we keep coming back to these films, like the original trilogy, you know, like it is a feel, a feel-good films that you're watching characters that you love so much that you feel in good company. Yeah, you know? and it's one of those horror films that people who don't like horror can watch and be okay with too. Yeah. That's like, true, yeah. Um. You know, I would tell I, it is a little bit bloody, whatever. But you know, this is something that I would be like, "Hey, mom, you can watch this movie. It's not going to give you, uh, you know, lots of nightmares or whatever." Yeah, um, it's just kind of like an introduction, but it's also yeah. like, what's the word? It's 
top tier for sure. Yeah, uh-huh. there's something for everyone in it. Like, I mean, something else that really made me gravitate towards it and fall in love with it was I had this obsession growing up with the American high school experience. Oh, like, that's Chris. why I Same. loved Buffy. Same. And, like, <laughs> I, I just found <laughs> found the idea of like American campus so cool, like. You know, man with some dude absolutely the same it's just i was obsessed with everything american and especially same. the the high school experience so to get that in this film like i just love it so much you know like is it as cool as that ashley like i mean obviously you were homeschooled but yeah i don't i don't know honestly i mean i had you know friends who went to public school but they never really like it wasn't really a huge discussion about it um I mean, public school was a big, big, big no-no for my family, like, mm-hmm. um, and the families around us, just because for some reason public school was, like, the devil or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm the same. Like, I get, like, Kevin makes fun of me because I like watching these teen shows, but it's like, it's, and I know that they're fake, obviously, but it's like, I didn't get to experience any yeah. of that. So Because you I didn't just, have that experience. Yeah. Like, like, so just you're almost coming from it. From the same angle that we are <laughs> yeah 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 because i i totally i've romanticized the american high school experience like my entire life i just That's found funny. it and i love watching like skins you know i watched skins when i was younger yeah. and i romanticized mm-hmm. all that i loved it no, so much it's, <laughs> it's not all it's cracked up to be that uh the, the british teen drug life whatever it was um yeah, I, I lived like skins for a while. It's not glamorous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah, completely agree about the high school things. That's why, like, um, um, yeah, all them shows, um, even Riverdale. Now I know it's super cheesy. Yeah, I like oh, them. I love Riverdale. I love it. But that, again, yeah, um, that's one of the reasons why I'd watch it for the the American high school thing. That's why I love Star Girl as well. Like, you know, the DC show. Like, oh the, yeah. It's so good. I love it. Did either one of you watch the Scream TV show? I yes. watched one episode and couldn't carry on with it. I hated it. I liked it a lot, actually. I liked it a lot. I liked the first two seasons. The third season I didn't watch because it was completely different characters, but I liked it. Ashley, do you know? I was like Chris at first. It took me five episodes to get into it. I was really like, oh, for God's sake, I don't like these characters. What the hell are they doing? Blah, 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 blah. And then the mystery hooked me. And then I was obsessed. I went on forums and everything. And then, yeah. <laughs> I just don't it. like the look of the mask. I think the mask looks so bad. <laughs> oh, but I it was know. just, I don't know. There was just something about it that I really like, that I really liked. And I, I do want to watch the new show, the I Know What You Did Last Summer. I'm a little worried, but. Yeah, I, I want to watch start, that. Started, guys. Is it, is it um, any good? I can't I can't say like I went into it not looking at the movies or anything, so obviously it's gonna be completely mm. different. Again, the setting, there's no like high school or anything. So like even with older films, like even in the eighties, I don't like the high school, the soundtrack or the characters. I'm out. Um, yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's those are the, the those are the key ingredients in something like this, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's not amazing, but it's a mystery. Mm. But I feel like it's, it's kind of a missed opportunity. Yeah. Really, honestly. I yeah. think I would have preferred a remake, a movie remake, rather than a TV series. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only because but, we know what's coming. Like, is, is it a, a complete remake? It's not it even. Like... It's not connect. It's not connected to the movies. There's no Hookman so far. Uh, the kills are kind of off scene. Sorry, I, um, I don't want to say too much, but yeah, the <laughs> no, it's okay. I'll probably well, just give it a chance, and then we'll see. Yeah, it's not too much. Keep watching it. I'm going to keep watching. I think I'm going to watch the new Chucky show before that. Oh, I heard that was pretty good, though. Yeah, Phil Mouse said it was good. And so, you know, um, you know, I think it's funny, too, that, like, the show Scream Queens, I feel like, was has a lot of inspiration from Scream. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that show. It's fantastic. Yeah, I like that. Good, great, great soundtrack as well. I like the characters. Yeah. Good yeah. Characters. And the fact it has Jamie Lee Curtis and then also has Emma Roberts. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, yeah. I need to rewatch it again. <laughs> yeah, it's on Disney Plus now, so I'm gonna watch that because it was on um, Amazon Prime, and then they took it off, so I didn't get to finish the first season. And I was like, yes, "Fuck!" I but, it. but yeah, they've put it put it on Disney Plus now, which is great. Um, but yeah, unless anyone wants to add anything, maybe we should wrap it up. We could talk about it all day, couldn't we? <laughs> well, I guess I guess we could. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, coming up to the two hour mark now, so oh, I guess geez. we're gonna wrap it up. Um, I've got to go shopping now. I've <laughs> <laughs> got to go to Home Bargains before it closes. So, next episode, we will be talking about the next movie in this franchise, Scream 2. So, make sure you've watched that movie, ready to come back and join us for that discussion. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you so much, Sadie, for joining us. It was yeah, so awesome you. to have you on the pod. Thank you. Send us in some suggestions of what movies we should do. Um, contact horrorhomeschool at gmail.com is the email address and shout out to our regular listeners and friends of the pod john howard terror society and the hardest man to please in horror ash bowker and he actually uh, resents that little nickname i've given him he said he's not hard to please he just likes being shocked so he likes the shock factor (laughs) yeah Uh, he definitely loves the shock factor like that's not my favorite thing about horror films but you know it's okay (laughs) Uh, Daniel Cox and Ella Lineker, superfan Ryan Horn, um, the musical maestro and the composer of our wonderful theme song, Field Mouse. Uh, I've got here Sadie and Katie at Welcome to Horrorland. She's right here. <laughs> um, Sadie, <laughs> plug your store. What have you got coming up? We've got Dexter and Charmed. It's going to be a cool little Dexter Bloodslide rep- packaged replica with that. Both great um, TV shows. And um oh we've got goosebumps next month. Nice. Nice. Haven't you got a scream bomber jacket coming? Yeah, hopefully we get that will be in time for December. We're gonna do a whole scream <clears throat> month, but we're gonna lock the um Instagram down on private again, even though I've been nice. trying for the lessons. It's all a bit of a yeah plava with exclusivity. So I've just got to be careful when I'm using Ghostface. So yeah, that is uh, a very yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. very difficult to use Ghostface, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you get an email, take it down, blah, blah, blah. But what I worry mm. about is getting the Instagram taken down because, like, you guys are on there, all my friends, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. You did some really cool screen makeup bags that I've pre-ordered Abby one. Oh, yes, of course. They're on their way. They're on their way. Sick. I got this awesome um, Texas Chainsaw shirt from Sadie as well. It's so nice. Katie Actually, did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did Katie design that? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I was I was wondered that was it is it a joint effort with you two? Do you both design the stuff or? 
yeah she's started to do more designs i'm basically the one who pretty much does everything and on instagram and then she likes to design and then she helps with like she likes doing the prop replicas because she's great at that yeah that, that's yeah. really creative that stuff that she does that's like so it's cool. constantly like surprising me I'm like that's so clever like i never would have thought of that yeah um thank you so ashley do you have any special mentions or shout outs oh, of course um, shout out to my mom who always looks though she never <laughs> watches the movies <laughs> shout out to ashley's mom she's the best Oh, let me tell a quick story about her the other day. She texted me and she was like, hey, are you at work? And I was like, yeah. She was like, how is your day going? And I was like, eh, it's long. And like an hour later, she shows up with a Diet Coke, a candy bar, and a cupcake. Oh. And I was like, almost started crying, but I was with a customer, so I couldn't. <laughs> it was so sweet. That's most. Yeah. Know, Shout out so Cynthia great. McGann. And she also, uh, congratulations for graduating the culinary yep. school. She just right? graduated on Saturday. Yeah, I was so proud of her. So proud of her. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, my sister who listens to, to us, she says that she looks forward to our podcast and it made me really aw- awkward. <laughs> that's so <laughs> like, sweet. That's too nice. Hello. Stop being nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, go to horrorhomeschool.com for links to everything, including all of our socials and where you can listen to the show. There, if you scroll to the bottom and click on merch, you'll also find a link to Ashley's Etsy. So go over there, pick up some sweet uh, custom dyed t-shirts. We've got some horror homeschool tie-dyes up there, right? Yep. I'm going to be posting some stuff soon once I get the motivation back. But... <laughs> And you've got a 20% off deal on at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. If you go to the checkout and enter the code THANK YOU, all caps, all one word, you'll get 20% off. So, yeah, yep. grab yourself a horror homeschool shirt and take some pictures in it and we'll, we'll post them on the Instagram. Heck, yeah. And also go and check out our boys over um, in Nashville, Tennessee, Skeleton Crew. Uh, they do podcasts and merch. So go to leallegacy.com and go to offbrandmusic.com for the music. Personal social media stuff. You can follow me on Instagram at Chris J Wakefield. And me at underscore Baberham Lincoln underscore. And Sadie, where can they follow you? Um, just welcome to Horrorland. I have a personal one, but I never go on there. <laughs> sick. So go and follow Sadie and Katie yeah. and go and buy some sick horror merch. They've got so much cool stuff up there. And uh, we will be back soon with another episode. And remember, you hang up on me again, I'll gut you like a fish.